0: Hey, okay, it's Wednesday, April the 1st. We're continuing through our Old Testament reading in Judges chapter 6 and 7, and then we're in the second half of Luke 7. So, this is a great section where we're introduced to a very familiar Old Testament character, Gideon. And uh, what you may not remember, if your memory's a little foggy about this biblical character, is that he is called to deliver Israel from the Midianites. And he is certainly the most unlikely candidate to be a leader of an army. And then of course you remember that God pairs his army down to 300 people. It was just a complete turnaround of what you would expect God to do if he's looking for a, you know, a general patent or some kind of uh, strong military character. As a matter of fact, in verse 15, when the angel of the Lord comes to him, he says, well, how can I save Israel? And Gideon gets the answer in verse 34 of that passage. It's great. Let me read it for you. It says in verse, uh, I said 37, 34, Judges 6, 34. But the Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon, and he sounded the trumpet, and there was that picture of him delivering the people. But that phrase, the Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon, uh, he was armored up he was ready not because of his own strength he was a small uh, insignificant even scared leader it seemed at the outset of his life but he trusted in the lord albeit imperfectly but he was someone who could deliver in a great way because of the great god that he was going into battle with and even the paring down of the army reminds us it's not by chariots it's not by swords that we win whatever victory god might have us Uh, to win, that we're up fighting against, it's the fact that God has um, all the power, all the resources, all the ability to get us through whatever we might face. As a matter of fact, God, it says, in 1 Corinthians chooses the small things, the weak things, the insignificant things so that he might make it clear that all of the power, uh, all of the victory, all of the strength comes from God. It says it, it says it this way in 1 Corinthians, it says that so that no one would boast except in the fact that they would boast in God, uh, that no man would boast before God. That let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. It's, It quotes that Old Testament uh, passage from Jeremiah. So it's a great reminder for us that uh, God is a God who can deliver, as uh, Jonathan said, with few or with many, Uh, It's something that God is able to do no matter what the circumstances. So uh, we trust in something bigger than our resources, than our insurance, than our bank accounts, than our uh, education, than our intelligence. We're trusting in God, and that means we should be people of prayer. But a great story about Gideon, Judges 6 and 7. And then we get into uh, Luke chapter 8 in our daily Bible reading, which is a reminder of uh, God's ability to put the truth in the same truth in different people, depending on their preparedness, and God brings out a a different result. In other words, the seed and the sower is the parable, where the word of God goes out, and depending on the soil and the preparation that has been done by God in that soil, uh, the fruit is either coming, or the thorns choke it out, or the rocky soil uh, makes it unfruitful, or it's such hard, impenetrable ground that Satan himself just steals the word away. Uh, It's a great reminder that we should be casting out the truth, the gospel to whoever, her. We encounter. We ought to uh, recognize that uh, when someone doesn't respond rightly or well uh, or with repentance and faith to the gospel, it's not a weakness in the power of the gospel. It has to do really with the fact that God has to work on both sides, has to work in their hearts, and uh, of course he's going to work in the power and the clarity with which we bring uh, the gospel. As Paul said, we need to bring it boldly, we ought to bring it clearly, we ought to pray that we do that, but we let God do the work. The power is in the gospel, it's not in the deliverer, which is a good reminder and a pairing with Judges chapter 6 and 7. So that's our reading for today. It's a great set of texts. And in the New Testament, I want to take you to a uh, one another. We've been studying the one another. This one should be a familiar one to you. In uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, it reminds us that we should consider how to stir one another up to love and good deeds, to stir one another, to provoke one another. Some translations translate it to spur one another. It's a strong word, to provoke, even to irritate, you could uh, translate it. Now, of course, we're not to irritate one another, but we're supposed to be that prodding, that, that gentle, sometimes firm, but diplomatic, loving prodding to see people love God and love people more and to do good works. So we ought to be thinking about that in very specific ways and creative ways, particularly because the next verse is a very familiar one too, about people forsaking the assembling of themselves together. And of course, as we cannot assemble together physically, uh, we've gotta be even more creative in saying, how can I lovingly and diplomatically and yet clearly promote what is good and godly in the lives of those I encounter today? And I encounter them you know, digitally, of course, we have to encounter people in very, um, unique ways during this time of being sequestered. But uh, I would ask you to see in your own thinking how you might reach out to those around you today and say, what can I do? to even team with them, to help pull them along into the next level of godliness. Let's start with simple things like this morning. Uh, I'm sending a video out to you to get into the Word of God, to pray, to read the Bible. Those are the kinds of things that always happen better as a team with accountability. Uh, Maybe you need to figure out today who you're going to reach out to to help uh, spur them on to love and good deeds, to love God, to love His Word, to love each other, and to do what is right. So there's a one another for you. We gotta consider, think hard as to how to stir one another up to love and good works.